Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is the 26th of June, 2020. It's Friday and, of course, time for poetry on another episode of Poetry Fridays. We'll get to today's poet coming up in just a moment after we take a look back at this day in radical history. Today, from the Certain Days calendar, which you can get your copy of at certaindays.org. On this day in 1859, San Quentin prisoner Francisco Lalio leads a mass breakout of Chicano and Indian prisoners. Forty escaped, ten were killed. And on this day in 1975, there was a shootout between members of the American Indian movement and the FBI, which resulted in the imprisonment of uh, Leonard Peltier. Our poet for today is a community college teacher named Sarah Bigham. She is a poet who primarily works in the world of prose poetry, and uh, she has a book out called Kind Chemist Wife, Musings at 3 a.m. You'll find it linked in the show notes of this episode, along with links to Sarah's website. All right, so the first poem I'll share with you is called Facing East. When yesterday was wonderful and we were wayward yearlings, we shouted at the moon for buttercups and cream before the long, long arm of morning twined its fingers through my hair and whispered of the creek beds our feet might one day walk. That's one of my shorter poems. And what I typically write are prose poems. Prose poems are poems that in many cases could sound like essays to to people. And I, I guess they could be considered essays, mini essays, in a way. But those tend to be the kinds of poems that I write. I am, my career is I am a community college teacher. I teach in the social sciences and education department at a community college here in Maryland where I live. And my students are a great source of inspiration for me. I truly love what I do and I I love our students. And they oftentimes provide inspiration for poems. This is a poem that is in the book. It's called The Classroom. I talk about peace, love, and understanding with the college students taking classes between work shifts and daycare and paying the rent. They teach me what resting bitch face means and what it looks like and how to accurately use phrases from current songs. I talk about civil rights, respecting our neighbors, and how we all deserve kindness and a chance to participate. They teach me how to dare to dream for a better future, even though nothing so far in their lives has made such an outcome ever seem possible. I talk with them about landlines, the satisfaction of seeing newsprint on your fingertips, and how time seems to fly, so say it now, whatever words are in your heart. They teach me about persistence and character and how to put one foot in front of the other despite dead babies or abusive parents or traumatic times in war zones or ERs. I am middle-aged and we are all getting schooled. This is another poem that is from the book and it is called What They Said. It is 
based on my experience as a bone marrow donor. For many, many years, I struggled with sharing this particular part of the story because I did not want to impact decisions that people might be making about whether to become donors or not. But I realized that it was important to be honest and I needed to share the whole story when I talked about bone marrow donation. So this is called What They Said. There will be four to six punctures. I wear 23 scars on my hips. Your family will join you after surgery and you will sit on sandbags while reading or watching videos before being released. There were no sandbags. My family was nowhere in sight, waiting elsewhere in the cavernous hospital for word that came only after my sobs summoned someone in scrubs. I thought I would die on my way to the restroom. Thank God for the orderly's arm. Perhaps one life had to be sacrificed for another. Removing the enormous bandage will be the most painful part. It was the easiest and caused no pain. I followed their instructions to soak it in the shower before pulling it off. The movement, not the ripping, added tears to the water streaming down my thighs. There might be some discomfort. Over a decade later, I still go to PT and massage and acupuncture and more on my dime. Some donors noticed bruising for several days. My backside was covered in seeping, expanding purple, yellow, and green for weeks on end. Take it easy and get some sleep afterwards. Rolling over in bed caused excruciating, nauseating pain. Plan to take a few days off of work. I was out much longer and threw up in the hallway bathroom on my first day back. Walking down the stairs caused jolting pain and fatigue that forced me to sit down awkwardly in one of the treads, on one of the treads, as a senior colleague told me sanctimoniously that regardless of whatever seemed to be happening with me, he hoped to receive a call from the registry. You will be able to resume your normal activities within a week. I have never run again. The most interesting part to me as the poet who wrote that is that today as I'm reading that poem for you is the anniversary of the bone marrow donation. And the way I try to think about it now is not about the pain and the outcome that I had that was obviously challenging. But I try to think about the family of the recipient who was a teenager in another country. I hope that that family and that that child got more time together, regardless of the overall outcome. And I think we could all use more kindness in the world. And I like to hope that if someone in my family needed a donor, that someone would step up and do it. The last poem I'll share is called Saving Myself, 
and it is the most recent poem that I have had published. It is, of course, another prose poem. Of course I want to save Earth and protect the animals and stop the rainforest destruction and heal the ozone layer and refreeze the glaciers and reforest vast swaths of land and revive the coral reefs and refresh the oceans. I pay more for wind power and have a hybrid car and reuse towels without washing them daily and recycle without wish cycling, at least I hope I am doing it correctly, and buy Energy Star appliances, only after something defies repair, and got energy-efficient windows plus the new light bulbs and don't run the water while brushing my teeth and plant native species while trying to provide a habitat for bees and adopt fixed cats with special needs and try not to buy anything with palm oil and turn the lights off, mostly, in rooms I am not using at night and donate household goods plus clothing I no longer need and give away furniture. My friend travels with a metal straw in her purse. That may be too much for me. Some things are, and I feel like a bad person, but I don't use bars of soap down to nothing. I toss the final slivers. I sometimes stand in a delightfully warm or refreshingly cool shower just because I love the way the water feels, even though the actual work of washing is done. On rare occasions, I print an email. The electric company sends newsletters cheerily explaining that setting the thermostat to 78 degrees in the summer can save a lot of money, but I am my own oven and cringe at the thought of living in a sweat pit, so I refuse to go any higher than 74. I am a much better earth goddess in winter when the heat is on low, plus I invested in thick wool socks. My thanks to Sarah Bigham. Don't forget to check out the show notes of this episode, which you can do in the app on which you're listening to it. Or if you're listening to it on the website, you can also just look at the post and the notes are right there. It'll give you links to Sarah's book and also to her website. Also at abriefchat.com, you will find a link to support this show by becoming a member. It is a wonderful way to support independent media. If you value hearing poets be able to read in this fashion, then I would love your help to help me keep doing it. Thanks so much. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. If you are a member, you'll get an episode tomorrow. And if you're not, you'll get another one on Monday. By the way, we got Norman about which more on tomorrow's episode. And if we got Norman doesn't mean anything to you, then look back into this week's shows for the one that says Norman on it and all will be made clear. I love you. A better world is possible, but there is a lot of work to do. (laughs) 